Don't even know how we're gonna start this show. Oh man, Frankie, ready? Yo. Microphone check. One, two, one, two. Oh, oh wait, that's me. That's on. me. That's me. Oh, we're on. We're on on. Thought you were testing. I was t- I'm trying to figure it out. I uh, know. It's been a while. See, every time we go this long of a hiatus without recording. Dude, I got it. You, is, you don't have to blame me, happened. okay? Here he go. <laughs> you don't got to blame he, me. He gets over there and he starts just fiddling around. Not knowing where the chat button is at. Oh, my God. <laughs> Doesn't know. No, well, you know what it is? that Since we take everything down yeah. to put everything back up and then... Shut him down. Open up shop. <laughs> I, I, am I going to have to mute you early? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, <laughs> no. That's how Frankie in his house rolls. Good edit. Good edit. Well, I don't want to pay for that. <laughs> I definitely don't want to pay for that. No, we're never paying for that. No. I always remix the songs. All right, go ahead. Frankie. No. So um, because I take everything down... Mm-hmm. I have to, and, and I use, like, for my editing, Yeah, I do it all here. Mm-hmm. So I have to change the volume settings yeah. and all that. So it's just like every week, it's just like go back and you have to click every Oh, where's the, where is it at? Where's the button, George? But I found the button. You did. I hit the you button. You did. I'm proud of you. How was your Father's Day? Oh, Father's Day. Um, It was good. It was very good. Um, I feel very lucky. Um, You know, it's so funny. Every Father's Day, I always realize how fortunate I I am to be that my children love me (laughs) that's a good thing i I mean yeah but you you know we take that for granted you think that just because you bring children into this world they're supposed to love you no they're not but they're not and you know what's crazy they give unconditional love to the parents regardless of whatever because they will always want to love their parents regardless Mm -hmm. even when the parents do good they always like i really wish they were different because i really have this certain type of love for them Mm mm-hmm and on Father's Day and on Mother's Day and on their birthdays, there's something, even though there's not a communication, the kid actually still wants to be want, with their parents. They want to. It's that, it's that sort of uh, that kinship, that, yeah. that sort of uh, that, that, that bond, that, that unspeakable bond that they have with a parent. But yeah, like I, like I said, I feel just immensely grateful that um, my kids appreciate me and they recognize the things that I've done for them. And, you know, even though it's, it's, it's very... Uh, you know, Father's Day, Mother's Day, Valentine's Day, it's all commercialized, you know what I mean? Like, you appreciate these people all year round, not, but it's just good to have a day to just take a moment to recognize those um, figures in your life and, and show them appreciation. So, yeah, I had a good Father's Day. Um, got to have a delicious brunch with my in-laws and my and my wife and kids. We uh, we had a good brunch, and then afterwards I got to spend some time with my grandfather and some family members. Uh, we had a little mini barbecue and uh, it was just very relaxing, very chill. That's and good. um <clears throat> you know, I, I always but I always I will say, Frankie, Father's Day is nowhere near in comparison to Mother's Day. <laughs> Father's Day is like number twenty. Yeah. Number like, twenty. If we were to rank holidays. The, yeah, I was gonna say if we ranked the holidays. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Father's Day is definitely in the top, not even not even top ten. No, so it's Christmas. Christmas is beating us. Thanksgiving and, is definitely killing us. Mother's Day, I think are like the top. Oh, Mother's two. Day is definitely in the top five. But uh, no, we're make, we're like the twenty. Like, Halloween is before Father's Day. Yeah, it's absolutely before. And Father's. so is People um, are excited about that. Um, you got you. Do, uh, only oh, thing, I just drew a blank on the name. Uh, listen, the only thing we're beating is Columbus Day, and, and not by much. <laughs> not by much. July Fourth is getting us out of here. Now that we got Juneteenth here, what up, Juneteenth? Um, that's getting us out of here. Um, but yeah, man, it's just that I just I think it's come down to really that Father's Day. As as men, I don't I don't want to sound like um, gender man, but I just think that f- society has deemed men as the providers, 
So it's like if you're a good father and a good provider, then that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> nope. You know what I'm saying? Like, I kind of feel like that because they, people feel that way, that they're like, oh, we're going to commemorate something that you're supposed to be doing anyway. But yeah, I don't know. That reminds me of that Chris Rock. I take care of my kids. You're supposed, you're to, supposed take to take care of your kids. Your kids. <laughs> like, but you don't but a... it's the truth, though. It's yeah. just like Father's Day is like, okay, dude, this we get it. Yeah. But, but that's your job. Exactly. Now, well, Mother's Day is a little different because Mother's Day is like, you know, everybody. Like, how many songs they got about Mama? I always love my mama. She's my favorite girl. I'll let you keep singing because you're going to tune out of me. That's for sure. <laughs> but yeah, like they got 100 songs from Mama. Yeah, that's, how many songs you... about Daddy? Mm. Papa was a rolling stone. Yeah, and, and, and at that point, <laughs> at that point. And at that point he was trifling. <laughs> yeah, he's a deadbeat. <laughs> oh, man. Too I guess funny. the deadbeats outnumber him. Frankie, I'm I'm gonna need you to carry me on this show, um, because let me tell you something. I I had dental surgery on Friday, and I want to give a PSA before we start this show about the importance of dental hygiene. So, quick backstory: I didn't take care of my teeth as a kid. I was like, I was a, one of those kids. I ate candy, went right to sleep. <laughs> like you know, went to the bodega, got a bunch of candy, go to sleep. So I had a bunch of cavities as a kid, got fillings. Got older, became wiser. So I got to take better care of my teeth. Started finally taking care of my teeth. But by then it was, you know, some of the damage has already been done, Frankie. So in other words, you have summer teeth? Yeah. Some go some, this way, some go that way. Some you know, don't the bottom exist. row is definitely in the middle of a gang fight. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom row definitely be competing for the front, front it's, spot. It's a rumble. <laughs> it's definitely a royal rumble in the bottom row. But long story short... The reason why I had I had to have dental surgery is because, and I'm gonna let everybody know because this effect this is very more more common than I thought, which I found out. So there's this thing um, when you eat food, like especially with meat or candy or especially taffy, when you eat these kind of things, it gets in between your teeth. And even though you may get home and you may brush your teeth really well, if you're not flossing, and I know we always mock flossing, no one likes to floss, Frankie. No one. It hurts. It hurts. It's uncomfortable. No one ever really gets the top teeth. Bro. <laughs> so, like, I like their old-fashioned flaws. Yeah. I, I, you know, they, now they have that tape. Yeah, yeah. They got the tape. They got, yeah. the, they got the stick down. That's too, that's too complicated. Yeah. I want the old-fashioned that we can go in and out yeah, really yeah. quick. But even that, it's still, like, it's still, it's tedious. And right. no one's like, I'm going to go in between each one of these teeth. But long story short, if you don't flaws, that stuff, what it does is it starts to marinate in between your teeth. Oh, yeah. And then it, it starts going lower to the bottom regions of your teeth. Now, if it didn't get too low, a dentist could do something called scaling, which is where they take like a meat hook and they start scraping your the bottom row of your tooth Ugh. along your gum line. Right. It's not like periodontal disease or something. Yeah, something like that. I think so. I think you're onto something. But I think you might be onto what I'm about to get into next. So. With the scaling, that's scaling, right? Mm -hmm. Now, say that the scaling procedure they did still couldn't get it because it seeped even deeper. It has marinated in your gums. What the hell are you eating? Into, it's like, you know, every, but this is this is actually very common. Doesn't happen to vegans. You know what I'm saying? No vegan is <laughs> experienced that you're stupid. Because they don't veggie that heavy. <laughs> There's no way a veggie made you that heavy. But what happened is it gets into your gum line. And when it does that, Frankie... That's when the dentist has to come to you, numb your gums up, get a scalpel, 
and they have to cut your gums open, dig underneath your tooth, and clean that sucker out. And man, let me tell you, I call you gotta you gotta find a dentist who loves their job. <laughs> Dude. Get a dentist who loves their job because this stuff is nasty. <laughs> Your dentist look at you and go, oh man, it's one of these. He like, he just no. My dentist is actually mad chill. He's actually like, oh man, I really want to help this guy. Like, and he's always like, it's comfortable. Like, I, you know, I don't want you to be, you know, let me know if it's too much pressure. Let me know if you feel anything. He numbed my whole gum line up. I couldn't feel my bottom mouth. Felt like I felt like the nutty professor. Like it felt like my lips were all the way out there sagging. Like I, it was crazy. Yeah, that's. But anyway, the procedure was done. It's called osseosis surgery. And he jacked my gums up. So if I'm slurring on a mic today, uh, forgive me. I'm still in the middle of healing. Um, I thought, I, my dumb, and this is how much of an idiot I am, Frankie. I booked the appointment early in the morning. And then I told my boss, yeah, I'll be fine. I'm going to come back and do you this. You regret meeting. every bit of that. <laughs> I, I had to cancel the meeting. <laughs> yeah, you were like... <laughs> I was like, bro, I can't hold water in my mouth. My saliva's escaping. <laughs> Dude, I you got to take care of that. But yo, seriously, flaws, people. Ladies and gentlemen, flaws. If there's any message you got from Life Lessons with Idiots, be diligent about your flossing. Get yourself a water pick. Get your, Clean it out. I know we all think that mouthwash and just brushing our teeth really hard is going to be the remedy. It's not. Don't end up, because apparently this procedure is quite common. I started doing some research on it before I got it done. Osseosis surgery. Be on the lookout. Osseosis surgery. Yeah, man. Mm. Jack your mouth up. And let me tell you, the, the healing stuff. <laughs> Look, I have now uh, old people mouth. I've been eating number soft foods, mashed potatoes, potato salad, tuna salad. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a, a baby. But don't you don't foods. but don't you like go every six months? Yeah, I go every six months. And I do every six months for a cleaning. Don't matter for And they didn't catch they didn't catch any of that stuff. No, bruh. Damn. Bruh. It happens. Because once it gets to your gum line, it's not it's not readily available like you're gonna see it on your teeth. It's when they like examining your mouth and they start seeing, you know, your gums look a different way. And then they, they do some x-rays. It's usually on the x-rays. That's when it comes up. They, they identify the pockets. <laughs> yeah, because there's a bunch of holes. Because you see, the see what happens is... They, you can with, do a barbecue yeah. in there. You're like, Dag, yo, they got a, he, got, he got an underground railroad in his mouth. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> we, now, have, we have people in the chat. They say they start saying hello to some of the people. Your wife's here. Hey, yo. Alex. Hey, yo. Hey, it's been a while. Alex is in the chat. Wow, she made time for us? Yeah, she's, she's a very busy woman. Oh, she's, yeah. She's, she's very busy. Oh, man. Uh, Mimi's here. Mimi. Uh, we have uh, Dragon317. What up? Unleash the dragon. And then from the island, we have my cousin Eileen. Come on, Eileen. There he goes again. Really? And we have a couple of people from that are logged out, you know, so do me a favor. Tell them how to listen to us. Well, you guys know how to reach us. Thank you guys for stopping in and listening to us. If For those that don't know, you could just log on to MixCloud.com and go to End of Cloud Radio so you could tune in for the live live chat um and join our rest of our community who are here right now uh you guys know where to find us we're on spotify we're also on apple Podcasts, and uh we get around we're on stitcher we're on tune in um we're on alexa we're on amazon google Podcasts, anchor holler at your boys um we're gonna get this show started in a little bit but uh, i just want to also say um should i talk about the car now or later now let's get this show started All right, let's go ahead and get the show started let's go ahead and get the beast let's get the vibes going um let's get the feel good going frankie put a picture up with him and uh joe carter we're gonna talk about that 
a Joe, Joe Clark. Clark. Joe, Joe Clark. Clark. My see, bad. My see, bad. This is the reason why I have to take. A yeah, 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 yeah. Joe Clark, my man, aka Batman. <laughs> the Frank, man. Frankie had the Elvis haircut. <laughs> Frankie Suave. <laughs> Don't worry, we're gonna post that picture up with, at the end of this show. You guys gotta see Frankie. <laughs> You gotta keep going with uh, <laughs> All right, go ahead. Give me the music. Give me the music. Give me the Are back, back again. again. Season two in the cloud radio proudly presents, presents Life Lessons with Idiots. And the part goes on. Life Lessons, Life Lessons. No, it's just your boys, Frankie and Rashawn. Come for the music and comedy, but stay for the lessons. Yeah, come on. They're not the smartest in the room. Don't tell me you. Do not tell me you don't this, eat meat somehow. This is all veggies, Frankie. There's not a veggie that can make you that heavy. There's no way a veggie can make you that heavy. But they're definitely not the dumbest. Now let's get into it. Life Lessons with Idiots. Air, welcome to Life Lessons with Idiots. We're your hosts, Frankie and Rashawn. Today is June 22nd, 2022. Double deuces. By the way, deuce is my favorite number. So if I get two of them, that's even twice the pleasure. Loving it today. You guys are listening to Life Lessons with Idiots. Uh, you guys know how to reach us, as I mentioned earlier in the show. Please make sure you follow us on Spotify as well as on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Amazon, uh, Stitcher. We are located everywhere. Whatever streaming device that you or streaming service you prefer to listen to us on, please make sure you follow us. Look us up, Life Lessons with Idiots. If you have any suggestions, ideas, or feedback, always feel free to Reach out to us at lifelessonswithidiots at gmail.com. Uh, please follow us on Facebook as well as on Instagram so you can stay up to date on all of our episodes and announcements and all of our funny banter that we decide to share with you guys. So once again, thank you for all of our day one listeners who are in the chat rocking with us. Shout out to Puerto Rico. Just giving you a shout out because I see Eileen is from there and she's uh, holding it down in the chat. What up, Alex? What up, Mimi? Uh, what up, Dragon? Um, it's funny. He turned the dragon is like, oh, where's the video, guys? Uh, there it is. Oh, he got he waited for the visuals. The visuals. We here. We here. Look, look at us. Look at us. <laughs> uh, we are the ghetto PTI boys. Um, oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, we uh, sorry for the lo- a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, you know, these summer hours got me and Frankie all discombobulated, but it's going to get a lot more uh, consistent as we settle into the summer because summer is here, Frankie. Yes, it is. Oh, All right, before before we we have another person on there. We have DJ ES and we have Maria and Nick. Word, hey, that's my guy. Nick is in the building. That's my guy. That's what up, Maria? Guy. And half pints here. By the way, her husband's doing a lot better. Um, oh, great to hear. Great yeah, to hear. He, he's already riding bike and doing a bunch oh, of things. The so bionic man. He's the bionic <laughs> man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> DJ ES, what up, homie? Been a minute. Yep, everybody's here. Everybody's doing good here. Word, man. That's great, man. Well, summer is here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so yeah, Frankie, take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's a no. So wave it above your head, swinging like a helicopter. Yeah, um, no, no, that, not so, today. <laughs> so one person sent me a message. Goes, dude, do you have anything else 
besides black shirts. Oh, look at you. And that's right. You surprised us with a little baby blue. So I was like, yeah. He goes, well, then why you always wear black? I go, uh, it makes me look thinner. Yeah, duh. <laughs> duh. duh. I was like, my shadows love it. This ain't baby fat. It's fat baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to flaunt it. But you know, I like, I like to look thin. I, I do, I do. I like the blue. The blue works. Yeah. Oh, oh, unlike you, you wear that, you wear that light green. You would disappear. I know. I, I was like transparent last week. So yeah, I'm, I said I'm definitely going dark today. <laughs> yeah. No. So you you brought up. Um, oh yeah, I brought up the car. The car. So say, so yeah, let me tell you about this journey real quick. And it's so funny because my last car was the Dodge Journey. But the journey has ended. <laughs> I figured that was coming. I mean, like, how many times did you call me, hey, Frank? Can you uh, come pick me up? So look, <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> yeah, right. You saw. Yeah, you remember? You know, he's not even lying. You know how many times I had to drop that car off the mechanic, and I was like, Frankie, yo, uh, swing around. <laughs> yo, you still, you still working from home? <laughs> no, but you know what it is. Honestly, what, what, what hit me was because now that I've been going back to the office, and we talked about this before. Gas prices was just straight body slamming my budget, and. When you have an SUV with three with three row seating, and um, it has a V six, and you're driving an hour and a half to work, now um, that that put a damper on things. So, I was looking for a car for a while ever since my wife got a car because she picked up a car last year, and I said, you know what, my car, I had this car for ten years, I'm well over a hundred thousand miles. I think it's about time for me to like kind of like get a new car, and then gas prices just kind of forced my hand. And I always said, Frankie, the best time to shop for a car. Is when you don't need a car. The worst, oh, yeah, because you got you got an edge on them. Exactly. The worst time to shop for a car is when you need a car. <laughs> so I was like, forget it, because you don't want to be in that position where now you're desperate for a car, your car got totaled, and now you're at the mercy of you know whatever you could afford. Listen, all jokes aside, right now if you if your car gets totaled, you're getting a decent amount of money. Yeah, you. Yeah, no, you can. Yeah, no. I know used car prices are through the roof. I don't know if it's so. Total, though, okay, so I'm gonna ask you a question. Did okay. you trade the car in, or did you sell the car to them? Now check this out. I'm gonna walk you through it. So what That's I did difference. was, so like again, when you don't need a car, you have the leverage. So what I did was first I did is I checked three different sources to have my car appraised, just to see what other people would offer me my car. I checked the, obviously I checked the Kelly Blue Book value of the car just to see what that was gonna be. I then check and uh, and the used car prices through the roof because I had over a hundred thousand miles and over ten years and I was getting well more than I expected for my car. <laughs> so I was like, oh, really? You guys want to give me that? <laughs> I even, I checked Carvana. I checked another company. If you ever heard of them, it's called Algo A L G O. Okay. They buy cars as well from you. Um, I checked. I can't remember another site, but I checked a few different places just to see what the range of value of my car was going to be. And like I told you guys before in the podcast when we was talking about budgeting, I didn't have a car payment for six years, but that didn't stop me from paying myself that amount of money to build up my savings for a down payment for a new car. So basically, what I did was I pretended that I still had a car payment, paid myself the money, and put it into a high yield savings account. Not your regular bank account, so that way when your regular bank account is only going to give you maybe $5 a year for that money. I put in a high-yield savings account where I'm getting now close to $100 a year on top of what I'm putting in there. So I'm getting compounding interest, plus I'm saving my money. It's money out of my pocket that I wouldn't, uh, if I had a car, I would still be paying anyway. So long story short, I built up a sizable down payment. I had my trade-in value assessment, and then I was just now narrowing down what car that I want. And I obviously wanted a, a sedan because I said I'm going to switch from 
SUV to a sedan. Well, you don't have a choice right now. Of co- obviously. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you can. I mean, but then you got to go to the gas station and tell them, um, here are my kids. Yeah, exactly. Here's my leg. Here's my arm. It's just, here's it's, my it's just blood sample. Yeah, so I was like, and plus, since my wife already had the SUV, I said, why would I get the car? You know what I mean? So decided to get the car. I looked at a few cars. I looked at Toyota Camry. I looked at Honda Accord. was like, you know, priced them out, whatever. And um, then, you know, I landed on the vehicle that I've always wanted. <clears throat> okay. So the vehicle I always wanted, I was in high, uh, I, I sat in this car. It was the Acura. And a, I had a friend who had an Acura Integra. I had a friend who had an Acura RSX. And my cousin's fa- uh, father, he had an Acura Integra. And I loved the Acura. I loved driving it. And I was like, man, one day I would like to get one. But it was always too priced out of my budget. But then the stars align. The stars align where I managed to find not only the Acura I wanted, I had it in the color that I wanted. I had it in the trim that I wanted. I had a dealership, and most dealerships, when you go to them, they put a markup on your vehicle because they know that all these cars are in demand and inventory is low. So you're not getting the MSRP price for the car. Guess right. what? <laughs> your boy here got MSRP price for the car. <laughs> so you did some good shopping. And not only that, your boy, they matched the value that my car was appraised for, that those other people was going to give me. Now, here's another thing that I want to share with people. When you sell your car to like Carvana or you sell it to Algo, or you sell it to whatever, whoever buy it, understand that when you do that, that is a tax event. Yeah. And you will get taxed on that money at the end of the year because that money now looks as income. But when you trade it in, it no longer looks like income. Right. Because it's a swap. So I went with the swap just as long as they matched the value of what my car was appraised for, which, by the way, <laughs> I didn't think my car was worth that much, but they gave me that much but anyway. That's what, that's, that's what you're supposed but to But it worked out because I came in there saying, hey, don't waste my time. And I was very uh, blunt with them. I said, look, I don't want no gap insurance. I don't want no extended warranty. Don't give me none of that crap. Here's what I want. This is what I want to do. And um, it worked out, man. I, I, I had a good salesman, uh, test drove the car. And it takes a lot for me to be impressed by a car. But... um. I, I um, cause you know, I've been driving for like yeah. 20 years. So, but when I got in it, I was like, man, this is, this is what I like. So a couple of things, never trade in a car unless you're going to get the value you're going to get like you did. Boom, boom. So if you own a car. Yeah. Instead of trading it in, you tell them, I want to sell it to you. Ah. For the value of what you would sell out in the street. Exactly. And they want to make a deal. They will. Yep. They will make a deal. Yeah. It's, cause most ca- salesmen, even though they got the leverage right now, cause inventory is low. So all the leverage is in their corner. And they know you want a car. But that's why I said again, like we started, when you don't need a car, yeah, you hold the power. So they're going to meet. So when you come in with the approach of, eh, maybe, I might. <laughs> sure, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and, and but that's that's the edge you're going to have. Be, yeah. So listen, going forward, there is the, the consumer's not going to have that edge anymore. No. We, we lost it. Okay? Yeah, it's gone. Um, the only way that we're going to be, be able to make deals is if you do something like this. Yeah. Me, like I'm driving, I'm driving a minivan now because I refuse to pay the money. Yeah. No, I feel and, you. And you know, like I, I feel, funny thing. I go to the gas station to fill up. Right. Yeah. So I go in there and I go, give me 40 bucks. The guy goes, where are you going? I go to the next gas station. <laughs> where you think I'm going? But I'm like, I don't drive like everybody yeah, else yeah, does. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. I, I work yeah. from home. Yeah. You know, I, I go I go into the office every so often, you know. Yeah. I got to actually go into the office probably next week. Yeah. Is Alex still here? Yeah. yeah I'm not going into the office next week. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so I go into the office, but, it, you know, it's just the one day. So I can, 40 bucks for me will last me a week and a half. Yeah. To do no, that. I feel you, man. All Definitely. I'm doing is local driving. Mm-hmm. But 
that's not where they're going to get you now. What do you think? Your insurance. How hard oh, no, no. <laughs> I already worked that out, too. You know you can negotiate that, right? So not only can I negotiate, I'll leave if they want to play games. But, yeah, my insurance did go up slightly because, one, when you get a new vehicle, especially with because Acura is considered a luxury vehicle, there is more premium parts. So it's going to cost more money for the coverage of the car. So, yeah, it did go up slightly, but it wasn't nothing that I was like, oh, pull the brakes. Um, but you're right. Um, but that's another thing. You could check out other insurance carriers. And you can negotiate. Mimi, Mimi hit up NJM. Um, New Jersey man, I think it's New Jersey manufacturers. Yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, right. But right now I am pretty content because I got pretty much all the coverage that I had with my pre prior vehicle, um, and um, and the cost of my premium it like went up like ten dollars, ten fifteen dollars. That's not so bad. I was like, I was like, that was not. You were spending that on the and food that, that you left in your in your my, gums. My monthly payment. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> my monthly payment. In comparison to my to like people leasing my vehicle, oh yeah, it's like way less. So if you were to lease my same car, you would pay more money than what I am financing. No, which which is which, the right way to do it. So yeah, so that's my little tidbit. Save your money if you don't have a car payment. Build up a good down pay, a down payment. Like Porky Pig, <laughs> build up a good down payment and uh, get your vehicle appraised and uh, shop around. And then take your time. I didn't just buy this car overnight. It took like four four or five months that I was shopping for a vehicle. Uh, before we pulled the trigger on this one, and honestly, I actually thought I was gonna get a Toyota Camry. I was close. I don't, don't like Toyota. I, you know what? I didn't love it either. But I felt the price fit, the sedan look fit. And yeah, I was no, like, I, no, I get it. I was, I, just, I was thinking from a conservative point of view, but then I was like, yeah, no. So this, there's two cars I won't get now. Yeah, what's that? I won't buy a Honda. Got you. I mean, like, why? Why if you, if you, 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 you oppose the Honda? No, it's it's just that the interior all looks the same since 1980. Oh wow! <laughs> the only difference now is like, oh, you got Bluetooth. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, you got a touchscreen. You know something? The regular dashboard, the steering wheel, did, it how, all looks the same since like 1980s. Take a really good look. I, I, I honestly, I was looking at the Honda Accord EX, and that is pretty sleek, man. No, I, oh yeah, the outside they made it a little bit different, but no, the I mean inside like is, the inside they, that yeah, is, they had a few bells and whistles, a few bells and whistles, yeah, but, but broken bells. I mean, he said broken whistles, bells, whistles that don't that don't whistle. It all yeah. depends on what you're looking for, yeah. though. And Toyota, I just never liked. Yeah, no, I actually, I I really liked. Uh, I thought Toyotas were really nice, but I felt like they are nickel and diming for basic features. Like it, like I never forget when we were shopping for my wife's car, she was looking at a Toyota Rav Four, and the 2022 RAV4, I think the LE, mm-hmm. it still had a key in the ignition. <laughs> a key. A key. A key. No push button to start. I'm talking about a brand new car. Still had a key for the ignition. I'm like, bruh, are you kidding? They said if you want to get the push button start, you got to get what they call the XLE, which I was like, that is ridiculous. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got to go, upgrade two trim levels and pay twice yeah. the much for a push button start. Now nah, you bugging. My wife has the the CX nine. Uh, Lua just put here that they, they, uh, that they have the CX five. Oh, nice! Mazdas are nice. No, Mazdas are nice. Yeah, I, you can't go wrong with them. I like Mazdas. Um, where you want to go next? So, uh, last week the questions. Yeah, the questions. Yeah, we Ask, got your boy, my boy, <laughs> my boy. He gave us a handful of questions, and trust me, this entire week and over the weekend, I got calls like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I missed this show." Oh man, I wanted I should have chimed in and all this and all that. Well, guess what? They liked it so much. They his girl actually sent us questions. Time out. Wait a so, second. Wait, wait, wait. Pause. 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 <laughs> so wait. look. So first, homeboy, he rocked us, put us in a hot seat. 
with questions, and now his girls tag teaming. Yeah, because she was like, oh, "Okay, let's see what see what else you have." So oh mind man, you, I when, got I got the questions about thirty minutes ago. Oh my god, women are so much more harder with their questions. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, where are we going with this? So you want to start this now? You don't want to do current events? We're just gonna go no, right to this. No, sauce? we can we get to current events, but I no, just no, want no. You to, look, I'm, I'm anxious. <laughs> let's just do it. Let's just get right to the sauce. Let's rip the band aid. So so I found it interesting because I was like, uh oh. So how do we go about oh this? Oh, my God. Look, bro, say less. Just go ahead. Let's get it All right. done. All right. So we're going to go ahead and We're start. totally derailing the show. Current events can wait. Current events are going to have a problem today. Oh, oh, my, oh my God. Frankie just pulled up notes, and I just see a bunch of questions. This might take up the whole so, show. So, oh, God. I just got them. And all I did was, I swear to you, I cut and pasted them into notes. Yeah. And that was it. I didn't even oh, look at them. Oh, man. All right. I'm going, we're going, I'm going in completely blind. This is great. <laughs> so... The first question, I'm just going to go with the very first one on top. He said, do you feel pressure to be the provider in your family or relationship? You know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You know, it's so funny because we just talked about how society puts pressures on fathers and men. I was going to say you're right. You're right on track. Look at this. I was already on the same wavelength to be the provider. Uh, Man, this is good. So do I feel pressure? Yeah. Um. All right, yes, but the pressure that I feel is put on myself, though. I think I put that pressure on myself mainly because of the lack, I feel, of fatherly figures that I had growing up. Right. So I feel like I don't want my children, or not even just my children, I, I want to be a good role model to all children as a positive male figure and look being a good provider being a person who's good to his kids being a good leader being a good coach to other kids and um i put that pressure on myself now from a society standpoint i do think that um it is looked upon that men i think growing up men aren't considered attractive unless they are able to take care of themselves as well as take care of a significant other i think bums are not attractive <laughs> i think a most, bum. i think yeah i think most women would look at guys who are deadbeats and but somehow deadbeats keep getting in relationships how does that happen that's a topic that we need to dive into it because there's there there are how do deadbeats get relationships so there's there's oh my god what's the daddy issues daddy issues <laughs> oh my god that's what it's that's, that's what it's, just them repeating history repeating themselves history repeating themselves just, you know that's they what like, they know and oh that's man. it just it was like, my, like dad. my daddy was a deadbeat i'm gonna find one just as good mm-hmm. just as bad as daddy yep <laughs> oh, it's, man, it's, it's all about sad. daddy issues yeah that is sad what do you think man do you feel pressure to be a provider for your family or relationship i, I you the, you the man when the check comes from the restaurant you like oh not not here honey that's me no <laughs> Dude, our, our money's been so combined. George Washington doesn't even want to look at me. Ben Ben goes, I belong in her purse, not in your pocket. Wow. Okay. <laughs> no, no. No. Um, yeah, I, I feel the pressure to be able to always provide. Yeah. Always provide. Always provide. That 100%, I go to sleep thinking about it. I wake up to it yeah. every single day of my life. Yeah. Because I don't know what the guarantees are because there are none. Exactly. So I'm always always looking to find a way to be sure that that, that I can provide for my family. So like when I lost my job in 2013, mm-hmm. I lost my job on a Friday. Yeah. No, on a, on a Thursday, I lost my job. Um, as I'm driving home, I'm reaching out to agencies that I know. Yeah. I went on my first interview that Friday. I started working as a contractor that Monday because yeah. the pressure of being, 
bro. Being that that the provider. Yep. You hit the nail on the head. So to me, that has always been, and I always feel like, even though you know, like, I'm 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 thankful that I don't live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. I mean, like, I pay I, more like month to month. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I I know that that paycheck to paycheck is a real thing. Yep. And it, you can easily fall back into that Absolutely. if you don't if you don't you know, you know, take care of things. So I'm always extra careful, and that's the reason why I always do extra stuff. Obviously, hence yep. doing the show. DJing, yeah. always always trying to get that extra buck because I I you know the pressure of being a provider. I want to be able to give my kids what I didn't have. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel it. As for relationship, the most important relationships for me is my wife and my kids. If we if we can't communicate, nothing else really matters. Yeah, no, you you I like all those points. In fact, I was gonna say I, I had the same similar situation. I I saw the writing on the wall before I got laid off at a company that I was working at for eleven years. I never thought that I would get laid off from this company. But I saw the writing on the wall and certain movements that they were doing. And because of my paranoia of getting cut, I was interviewing and I managed to get laid off and hired at a new job on the same week. So I got laid off on a Tuesday. I got hired at a new job on a Wednesday. <laughs> and it was like you said, it was the pressure that I can't fall back. I have to keep this momentum. And it's always trying to figure out how do I keep providing for my family? And not only how do I provide... But how do I build a legacy and a better future for my family? So everything I do with investing, everything I do with planning ahead, you know, they always say, you, you know, man makes a plan, God laughs. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's scripted. Yeah, I'm sorry, but you know, like we don't know we what don't know our journey what's is, happen, but we're yeah. we're 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 but in a do, journey exactly. But you do the best you can. Yeah, but I'm no longer in the journey. My journey's straight. Yeah, you're you're inaccurate. Now. I got it. I got it. <laughs> no, but but the, the bottom line is that we think that we're actually making all these other decisions, and but this this these are things that are put into us because yeah. because of um. Oh, okay, no, because of the way the world is. But the yeah. reality is that you know. It's going to happen the way it's going to happen regardless. Yeah. But yep. I, I hope that me, my mentality of the way I provide things and do things, it yeah. just trickles down to everybody. Absolutely. And hope that it's ours. Yeah. And hopefully this show can inspire others. All right. Next question. Oh, oh the other screen. All right. Where we, where we at? Where, where okay. We, so. I think we crushed that one. Okay. That one's good. All right. Oh, so I'm going to go to another one here. Wait, no, I want to keep going. Man. Same order? In the order? No, I want to. Uh, you don't go in the order. Right, you're going to get lost and then forget which one you <laughs> so, didn't do. I know you, Frankie, but guy, I know he wants to jump to his juicy one. Uh, go ahead, get to a juicy one. Okay. Get to the part of the steak you want to get. <laughs> He's just waiting to hit me. His lips <laughs> What are do you think about women? <laughs> Wait, what? What do you think about women? What do you mean? What That's do the I question. think? What's your, what's your thing about women? The question is just simply, what do I think about women? How do you think about women? What What is your thoughts? I, mean, I love you, women. <laughs> <laughs> women are the most beautiful creatures in the world. Okay, okay so I'm going to give you mine. All right, all right, so go ahead. I, I, I see women as, like, yeah, they're, some of them are pretty. Some of them are not so pretty. Some of them, you know. No, they're all beautiful. No, no, I'm just, listen, I'm just keeping it real. All right. All right. I'm just, I'm, they're all beautiful I, in their I, own way. No. May not be to me, but it's somebody. No, exactly. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, you know, just like men, you know, there's good looking. There's, you know, not good looking. There's, you know, chubby ones like me or heavier than me and thinner than me, whatever. Okay. But I, I, I look at women as just individuals. I don't look at them as... um I gotta hook up with them. Yeah, I right. look at them as just individual people. I don't. Got you. I don't look beyond who the person is, and I don't look for anything else beyond that because, I, first of all, I 
I don't know how people can live with drama, always thinking that just because some, a woman says hi to you, she wants to hook up with you. Mm. So me, for me, the way I look at women, I look at them as individuals, and that's the reason why I, I can get along with them and keep a distance because they know that I'm not going to... And we could be friends like Alex and, yeah. and, and BTF Phoenix and all these, you know, because they know that that's, there's a line. Yeah. So it's not like it's... Yeah. It's gonna be something that I'm gonna turn around and be like, inappropriate. Oh, I, I, or anything. I, I'm gonna be inappropriate with them. Yeah, because those you. those type of people, yeah. I don't need in my life. No, I feel you. And so what do I think about women? I think one thing for sure is that in our society, women are the most underappreciated individuals in our in our society. I think I'm 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 applauding women right now who because I think they've been making significant strides um, in the world and getting equal pay. Like shout out to the World Cup uh, female soccer team. <laughs> Um, who managed to win that uh, lawsuit and receive that payout. I think we addressed it on a um, podcast a few episodes ago. I just think women are underappreciated because they are the, uh, I would say, the emotional backbone of every family. Um, I think men, we're a lot more, uh, we have a tendency to be more objective-based. Okay. And I think women help be help look at more of the intangible things. I think they have a different uh, perspective um, that they offer that men cannot replicate. No offense to the men that want to be women. I'm not. I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> That's a different. I'm question. not going to get into. That's like, a different question. I don't, don't want to go left. I'm just saying women. People, women that are born women. <laughs> right. No, but I. I will tell you one thing. There, I know a lot of single moms. Yeah. That I talk to, and that I, you know, that we're, you know, that we know each other, mm-hmm. and they sometimes give like the. Best advice for 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 a father mm-hmm. to for a child, and you, you and they don't even know they're doing it because they're do, they're doing it based off of their like their mother thing, yeah, that bond that they have with their kids. Yeah, so many times I had a question and I'm in a conversation with somebody going, she just answered it for me. Now I know how yeah. to approach this. Yo, no no pandering or anything. I'm not trying to pander to women or anything. I you know I I do think women are the the completion of what God intended to create. I think men were the first draft and men were the fi- and women were the final product. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. I, I'm not even pandering. I, they, they're the, the life givers. They yep. give life. Uh, they are, um, they like all the time they have in- women intuition. Men don't have that. No. <laughs> we want it. <laughs> I w- women have We want own- it unless, unless yeah. they're looking at us and going, we know. <laughs> women have like their own innate spider sense, and I'm dying to have it uh, because it's like they just they could just feel it in the air. They're just like, oh, something's wrong. My my child is not feeling well. <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay, men so, be mad oblivious. So, <laughs> huh? I, what? What did I do? What? Anyway, all right, go ahead. All right, next question is, uh, what do you think about expressing your emotions? Expressing my, oh, being vulnerable? Yeah. I love being vulnerable yeah. now. <laughs> you and the eight people you still talk to in your yes. room? Hold me. Oh, God. <laughs> Dude. No, honestly, right, yo, it's so funny. All right, I'm going to attack this. I'm going to expand upon this question. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> this is... All right, all right, so look. Uh, what do I think about emotions? One, I d- between men and women? I'll just say men. All right, so I'll just speak for the men. I think from a guy perspective, we aren't taught to be vulnerable. We aren't allowed to be vulnerable. It's a masculinity thing. Like we think that I have to always put on a persona of being the one, the provider, the guy who puts it together. I got to be handy. I got to be, you know, the leader. I got to be all these things. I can't show the things that are weighing on me and I don't know who to express it to. I can't express it to my wife because she's leaning on me to be the rock of the family and be the, the person that 
to hold things together. I have to be the anchor for the family. So it's like men bottle up all these emotions. And I think at times men have outbursts and these outbursts aren't exactly the outbursts that you normally think of like flipping chairs or tables. The outbursts are more like they become more uh, subdued. They become more quiet in the house. Dude, I shut they, down. Yeah. They become more distant. Yeah. They become emotionally detached. But that is not because of anything that you've done. It's them trying to compartmentalize the emotions that we are taught never to express. So, yeah. So, like me, uh, I'll give you an example. I've never seen my mom cry. Yeah. Like my mom's, she's a solid person. She always dealt with everything in this world with... We can get through this. Yeah. There's always the, a solution. Yeah. So for me, I, I learned that, you know, one, if my mom did it, I can do it. Yeah. Two is if I see a man crying and he gets all broken down and all like that, I'm like, yo, my mom did it. Suck it up. Yeah. It's That's, like, don't be soft. I, yeah. Don't be soft. And I yeah. really, and, and I, and I can't take when I hear a man going, oh, my back hurts. I can't. Yeah. I, I, it's just like, dude. Yeah. Man up. Yeah, it's tough. But the thing is, but then you get to this point, like even when you're around friends, like other male friends, like I think you should be able to have those moments of vulnerability and emotion. Like I feel like then we need to make that normalized for guys to do. It. And I do see it becoming a little bit more normalized with people seeking mental health therapy and stuff and guys like starting to share that stuff. But I do think that don't bottle all that stuff in. No, you're completely can't. unhealthy. I think we should make guys crying a cool thing <laughs> well not yeah, well, a cool no, thing but no, well i'm you're not gonna catch me crying but yeah I, we're gonna catch I, you crying. I, I, no I, I might break down once in a while but like it's okay to cry frankie no i dude i've had my i've had my moment trust yeah. me i've had it no like do you cry like with the boogers coming out like no no it's, it's, nah, you gotta let one of those not, out no with the ugly cry nah, Yo, not, I, like a real no, ugly cry no i don't do that i think no. my kids probably only see me cry maybe once I, I, in my I, entire life i think i broke down since probably twice since i've been married yeah, yeah, because of our years, you know, yeah. like I lost my sister and that, that, yeah, 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 and stuff like that. But I'm not, I'm not one to cry. I'll shut down. Yeah, and then it's like, just like an awkward feeling, and you know, around. Yeah, me. yeah, because yeah. I don't, I don't, and you can feel the pressure in it. Yeah, and you know, it's yeah. like it's nothing against anybody else. It's just this is the way I handle it. Yeah, because there's there's certain things going back to the you know like the provider question. Providers are strong. Yeah, you can't show a chink in the armor. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. So to me, it's just like okay, if I show that part of me. This this I, I, I'm I'm weakening. Yeah, and and again, it's not that I'm trying to do it on purpose. It just became, it became the way that I am because yeah. of how I was raised, and I yeah. saw my mom how she did things, and I'm like, dude, it's it's the best thing. Take a step back, shut down, but we did and go. We spoke about this in an older podcast where I was telling about that how that transgender man, a woman who became a man, yeah. and how he felt that guys are so emotionally deprived they don't even realize that they are because this just become their way of life and how they do mimi says he's vulnerable with his imaginary friends you know what i am <laughs> me and my imaginary friends we have a good cry <laughs> we, Yo, we that go. was the funniest thing dude <laughs> I, you have no idea you have Yo. no idea. so one person no hold on so one person told me no wonder he talks a lot because he feels like he has eight all eight oh of my them. god it's, it's you and like seven <laughs> other people in here with us frankie <laughs> No wonder he feels so comfortable because Dude, you said you feel comfortable around are, the eight. Yeah, so you must be number nine, bro. You, yo, you welcome to the crowd. Welcome to the crew, Frankie. Yo. I'm gonna let you. You want me to introduce you? No, no, it's okay. You can keep them. I'm, I'm still trying to make make up with the one friend that won't talk to me. <laughs> we'll work on him. We're, we'll use my friends to get to him. Yo, yo that is hysterical. Oh, man. oh my god. 
right, what, what, what else they got? What else they got? <laughs> These questions are crazy. <laughs> what is your least favorite thing about being a man? <laughs> Dude, you're gonna have to go first. <laughs> you got my least favorite thing about me. You gotta gotta go first. You gotta go first, Frankie. I'm not doing this. Well, come on, it's a good question. My least favorite thing about being a man is going into the men's locker room at the gym and all the dudes, especially the old ones, want to walk around naked and have a conversation with me. Yeah, I'm blind. I'm blind. So what's up? Really? No. <laughs> you start looking at the ceiling. Yeah, no. Uh none, man. Just just trying to get through, you know what I mean? Just trying to work out. You know, you know, you know what exercise works with that? Don't want to know. Don't want to know. I'll just go hurt myself, thank you. It's okay. You know, you're going to hurt your hammy, but wait. it's okay. I right, what, what, Seriously, what's the least thing? What, what's the question again? The least thing I hate about being a man? <laughs> what's your your least favorite thing about being a man? The least favorite thing I hate. I hate that. I, I, no, I'll all answer. Right, all right, go ahead. Fine. I'll answer. Go ahead, go ahead, get in there. Get in there. The expectations of just because you're a man, you have to do it. I like that. I like that. It's just, but you're the man. You're the man. Okay. Go, <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you what I So. So what does that mean? What about a woman that doesn't have a man? So who is she? Who's she gonna yell at? <laughs> so, so so what do you think? So it's like it's like okay, I'll give you an example. When um, my kids and I was talking, they were like, "All right, take out the garbage." They're like oh, we don't take out the garbage. What do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? We're girls. Oh, I said, "Hold on, nice, hold on." So I call my mom. Yeah. I says, "Mom, you're single, right?" She yeah. Goes, I go, "Who takes out your garbage?" I says, "Oh, I do." So I said, okay, thank you, bye. I go, if my mom can do it, so can you. Yeah, there you go. Damn, there you go. But it's the expectations of like, yeah. it's it's your role. Yeah. It's your responsibility. How about this? When we're trying to get everything balanced in this world. How about this, Ricky? <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> your your role to always be the one to protect your family. And the, <laughs> the role that you got to, in a situation where you got to defend your wife's honor. <laughs> I've, I've no. <laughs> give an example. No, give an example. Some big brolic dude. I'm like, honey, Dis it's gonna hurt. Disrespects your wife. No, I'm listen. Now, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm, you I'm going Frankie? for it. I'm going go for it. it. And you are gonna be sleeping and on I, that gate? And, like I'm a, that? and I'm gonna tell her. I'm gonna tell her like this. This is not gonna be pretty. I might not remember the next thirty seconds after this. May, might not even remember the next hour or two. <laughs> But I did it for you. Bro, the expectation <laughs> that you. your, your, your significant other thing, you could win every fight. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's the least thing I hate. Because you always got to feel like you the one that the no one other, no other dude should want to test. That is ridiculous. No. That's. Yes. Yeah, oh, man. That was fun. No, okay. So I have a question. So if. It's not on the list. Um, All right. Go so ahead. If, if your wife gets into an uh, altercation. Uh, altercation with somebody and it's her fault. Are you fighting for her? Or are you gonna stop yo, it yo. and tell her? I'm I'm asking. Yo, we've been through this. Like, I, no, in front of the public eye, my wife's right. <laughs> <laughs> and you get yo, she could be caught doing the very bad act. <laughs> she could be caught with it wasn't her the stolen merchandise in her hands. It wasn't her. She was shot. No, I don't know how that got in her hands. She would never. <laughs> I didn't know how she got in the car with that. Yo, thing. man, my loyalty it's, it's is a deep. new Acura. I don't know how she did that. <laughs> my loyalty is deep. <laughs> Look. Yo, whatever she got, she didn't do it. Yeah, she she, she just answered good answer. I know yeah. who I'm not going shopping with. Yo, whatever, whatever it is. Yo, what are you talking about? I, not only will I defend it, I will defend it boldly. Like I will be lying through my broken teeth. Oh, so, do, do you think it's the man's responsibility to keep a relationship? Now there's a wait. Difference. That's the question. No, 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 no. So oh. I'm asking that. No, I, I, 
I'm skipping some oh, of these. Now, now I got a new ones. Oh, God. Frankie's freestyle. I got into a conversation with one of our listeners, and they said that we can give relationship advice, but we can't give dating advice because we've been in a relationship so long. Oh, wait. We could. Okay. okay. No, we don't, we don't date. Yeah, we don't date. But we can give relationship advice. True. Okay. Yeah. Wait a minute. Run that question back. Oh, no, I forgot which one it was. No, you. Oh, come on. <laughs> See what you no, did. no, I was trying to process the first question you just said. You said, uh, God, two idiots on a mic. Can't. Because somebody typed the question that Frankie said first. Oh, Jesus. Please us. I said, please us. Please us. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. Oh, man. Oh, and I can't hit rewind. I just drew a blank. I really can't believe you, you just asked the question I was about to answer, and then you, you asked something else. Come on, Frankie. Is it? Do you think it's a man's responsibility oh, to keep the relationship? There you go. There you go. Do I think it's a man's responsibility to keep a relationship? Um, I never think it's just one individual to keep a relationship intact. I think in order for a relationship to be intact, it requires both parties to be as engaged and committed to it. I do think that people often end up in relationships where they're pulling most of the weight and they're not sure why the relationship isn't working. They're, they're, you know, they're beating themselves in the head and it's because one person is giving minimal effort and the other one is doing all the effort. Right. So I do think that it's not the man's responsibility, but I do think that they are equal partners in maintaining and keeping that relationship intact. However, I will say uh, men have a more tendencies <laughs> to foul up a relationship than women. I think... Mainly because, and dang, I'm really speaking truth here. <laughs> men, um, I think men always, I think women look for emotional stability, right? And I think men look for, I don't know where I'm going with this. I think they look for, I don't know. <laughs> so you don't know how to answer your own question? I don't even know how I, I, I dig, dug myself into a pickle and I don't know how to. Really, where I was going with this, I'm I'm like having a brave fart because I'm looking at the chat. Don't look at the chat. Don't look at the chat. Uh, <laughs> but men are more concerned about needs than anything else. Exactly. They're more like I'm trying to get back to yeah, like the objective base. Yeah. Like they're more like are me and my significant other hitting the milestones that I want to hit in my life, yeah. and they sometimes men's often detach themselves from the emotional part of it, and I think that usually is to the detriment of the relationship because they're so focused on. This is what I need. This is what we need to do. This is what we need to go. This is da, 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 da. And I think women are more like, how do we create synergy? Right. How do we create chemistry? How do we create emotional stability? Those kind of things in a relationship to maintain. I might have like drawn that out way longer. Than That's I way too long. But I'm going to tell All you right. what, I, what I like. <laughs> so, see, the problem with men. Go ahead. We say things in our heads and we go, okay, we're going to say this, this, and this, and this. And uh -huh. these are the replies we're going to get. You get a strong woman. Yeah. Those answers are wrong. I like, you know, like to me, a relationship is obviously both communication back and forth, right? Yeah, yeah. You, know, you have to have that bond. But if mm. you think that because you're the guy, you need to try to keep it going or you can end it, you're wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, because. Uh, That's cause, ego. Yeah, because you're talking about, you could, you, you could take a woman and you'd be like, yo, I don't think this is working out. She'd be like, fine. Well, that didn't go the way I planned it. Yeah. Ultimatums. Yeah. yeah none that, that. That, that never yeah. works. Yeah. No, I feel you, man. Yeah. No, that was a good question. I'm uh, glad we doubled back. All right. Now, where are we? <laughs> Bro, we have not touched current events yet. Yeah, we have not. <laughs> so I, I think these are some good questions. Yeah, I, I am, I'm 
I think I'm going to just leave some of these questions. Wait, no. Out. You, you, which one you want? You want? You want to? See All right. You, you want me to pick one? Yeah, pick one. All right, I'll pick one. All right, all right let me see. I can't see one here. All right, here we go. Okay. Okay. How about this? All right, I like this one. Oh my! All right, some of these. This one? They're gonna go. Yes, I knew it. I'm going there. How do you build friendships with other guys? Well, you go on Adult Finder. Yeah, this is where we have a problem. Oh, they swiped left on you. You go to this website. Look, you go on Reddit. You look for Reddit for Reddit. No, so first of all, if they're on Reddit, you know that they're in a closet or in a basement in their house writing these documents. No. How do you, how Only do you build a friendship? Is gonna get that joke. <laughs> okay, all right. How do you build friendships with other guys? I do. To, want, all right, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, to me, I think it's more. Um, I, every friendship that I I build, regardless if it's a man or a woman, it's built outside of my house. Okay. Regardless, it's 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 a process to become part of my house. Yeah. Obviously. Okay. So I trust no man. We've yeah. had this discussion. Yeah. 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 You've been. You know, on, yeah. It's just not gonna happen. You're not yeah. you're not coming to my house and think that you're just gonna chill. It's yeah. just not gonna happen. I you know, one disrespect and I don't care how many years we know each other, you're gone for good. Yeah. So I build it on the outside and I slowly build it in. Build allow it in. And yeah. if I get to a certain point that I see one little screw up, that's gone. Yeah, you yeah. back down a level. And there and there is no coming back. Yeah. No, no. And so I base I base it on the respect that they have for me. Yeah, and the fact that I'm a married person and I have kids, and then eventually they can actually become a part of that if they play their cards right. And again, it's just yeah. like it's just like dating. It's just like you're not you're not walking yeah. in. I I have expectations. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like you said, uh, building friendships. So how do so when she said how do you build friendships with other guys? I think every relationship with anybody, whether guy or girl, it always starts with common interests. So I think a lot of my friends that I've made over the years. Um, is because we had a common interest in something. So whether it was music, whether it was going to the gym, or whether it was playing video games, or whether it was just at a, a local spot and we just happened to like sports or whatever it might be, guys bond over those kind of things. They bond over like, uh, you know, those kind of like physical, like I won't say physical things, but we bond over the things that we enjoy. Right. So uh, whether food. You could build a bond with, with somebody who enjoys good food. and um, But my levels of friendships are similar to yours. I do think that it's like a video game. You got to kind of go through different levels to progress and yeah, regaining my trust or something. So, but um, <clears throat> I'm very friendly. And I think if we could kick it and if you like are a person of sound mind and you don't seem too crazy and you aren't too uh, insane with your views because I'm pretty flexible with uh, hearing people out. Um, I'm pretty I'm pretty easy to get along with. So I think uh, guys could find other friends by just, you know, either through work. Uh, and I always think the best friendships you can make is make is when you is through other friends, because I find that when you're friends with one person, right, they usually have another friend of similar interests that could connect the two of you together. And that's but, usually how new friendships are formed. But they're also doing the, the pre-screening for you. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. So I, I, I already I vetted to... them out. So now I'm like, oh, okay. 
Yeah. I, I, I do have friends that be like, yeah, you're not going to like that person. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Okay, thank you. Ooh, I, I, I'm, I'm, glad you I'm glad you know he didn't clear clearance. Okay, good. Because, <laughs> you know, if, if we're hanging Helps. out, trust me, people know. Oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. They will know. And people. I think a lot, of, and not only that, because of the way my mouth works, I think a lot of people, they, they think twice before they bring somebody around because I'm going to say what I'm going to say. <laughs> so I, I, I have one announcement here that um, I just got from uh, a text. Oh, what did I tell you about so, people texting you? Doing? Yeah, well, I, I look and it's there. So Ro says, Ro, Ro, hey, she's like, she's like, sorry, I, I, I can't listen to your show live. I'm out drinking. Oh, oh no, she didn't. She dissed <laughs> us with some drinks. She's having margaritas. Oh, no, Ro, 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 we need to talk. I hope you're hugging a porcelain god when this is over. <laughs> Yo, so I got one more thing I want to tell you. So okay. I went to the barbershop. Okay. 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 Oh, God. So after several years of not knowing how much your barber how charges, much he charges. Uh-huh. I chose out of the will of my heart. Oh, look at you. Because of inflation. Yes, because I have to understand economy. Okay. Um, I gave him a raise. You gave him a raise. I gave him a 25% increase. You know what? That is very generous of you, yeah. Frankie. But you know what, Frankie? If you don't know what he was charging with to begin with. You might be just paying him what he is supposed to be getting paid to begin with. <laughs> so let me tell you what happened. So I give him this. I give him the money, and then I'm walking out. The barber shop. He goes, "Hey, psst, psst. He's Dominican, hey, psst, psst. money." And he looks and he goes, and he's sure? "Like you sure?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, you're good." He's like, hmm? "What?" He didn't know what to do. He broke into convulsions. I said, you're good. He said, this guy's been a cheapskate for seven years. And now all of a sudden, he gives me a little extra. He gave me the actual rate. So I still don't know what. I still don't know. You still don't know. Je don't say. But he's like, he got a 25% increase. And that's the that's the number he's getting going forward. He was like, that is yours. That is yours. No Be change. Blessed. No Be change. <laughs> I can't, Frankie. I cannot with you. How, how cool is that? That is very nice of you, Frankie. You. I, I hope that. I hope you're probably near the rate that he was supposed to be getting. I am, yeah. I'm scared to ask. It's been years. Oh, my God. It's only been like 12 years you've been giving him the same uh, amount. Yeah. And you wait till inflation hit far. to give him a raise. Yeah. <laughs> the economy's in the pits. He's like, you know what? You're going to get an extra $3 a day. <laughs> Yo, shrinkflation is real. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? You're kidding. <laughs> shrinkflation <laughs> happened. You know, for this lineup, you're going to get it. Yo. No, so yeah, so he got a raise. So I, I, I thought I needed to. God bless you, Frankie. God bless you. <laughs> so, all right, can we you, can we go back to current events? Let's get this show back on the rails. Yeah, go ahead, go to current events. Yeah, sure. All right, I do have a. I do, I'm only have like <laughs> he's so stupid. Yeah. I only have, I, I, I'm only going to touch on one current event, and I have a question for you. Okay. All right, so the one current event that I want to touch on, and I got to give him a shout out, is Mark Cuban. I think you like Mark Cuban. I right? love Mark Cuban. So Mark Cuban, for those that don't know, he's the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. He's also on that show Shark Tank. Um, he's an entrepreneur. He make he's a billionaire, but he's not like your regular Elon Musk billionaire. Like he's a billionaire who's very active. He's always looking to learn. He's uh, big on cryptocurrency. Even I think he's an investor for the Voyager Exchange. Um, he just has his hands in a lot of different ventures and in different pots. And I stumbled upon this amazing, cool article where Mark Cuban has a pharmacy company. Mm-hmm. And his pharmacy company, is the name of the company is called Cost Plus Drugs Company. And right now he has Medicare looking ridiculous. <laughs> and oh, yeah. He has Medicare looking ridiculous because Mark Cuban's pharmacy company, they buy the generic medicine directly from the manufacturer. So 
and they apply uh, a 15 percent markup on top of their costs so that would cover labor the fees and shipping and so forth but their costs for their drugs since they're going directly from to the manufacturer like getting msrp they are now charging significantly less money for the dr same drugs you would get from Medicare, like drastically less. So Medicare is run by the government, for those that don't know. And when Medicare goes to get the drugs, the same generic drugs, they got to go through different private insurers. So like, uh, what is it, Aetna, mm -hmm. um, Cigna, and all those other companies, they got to go through all those health and private, those are all private entities. Those are private companies. And they got to go through pharmacies. So that's why when Medicare goes to get those same exact generic drugs, they're paying a considerable, drastically ridiculous markup in comparison to what Mark Cuban is doing. Because Mark Cuban is basically going to Costco and, and Medicare is basically going to the Gucci store <laughs> no, I, no, <laughs> to exactly. get the same product. So one of the things that they brought up is that there's an acid reflux drug, right? Medicare pays $160 for a 90-day supply, <clears throat> Right. Mark Cuban for that exact same drug, he pays seventeen dollars. Wow. Yeah. So talk about putting the government in its place. Yeah. They said in somebody uh, from Harvard did like the analysis and said that Mark Cuban, he if they if Medicare applied his uh sort of business formula to theirs, he would save them over three point six billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you can't argue Mark Cuban. He's Yo. he's probably one of the smartest billionaires there are. Yeah, man. Um, I thought that article was crazy because it just shows that even though government is running things, it doesn't mean that they're always doing things right. Um, so I thought that was a cool article to share for current events. Oh, I have one. I have and one. I, huh? I have one. You have one what? A current event. You do have a current. All right, go ahead. Do your current event, and then I gotta ask you a question. But go ahead. No, ask your question. No, no, no. Go. I no, need no, to no. hear your current event. No, no. no then we're gonna leave current events. No, give me your question. Okay. No, it's, no. I want to talk. I want to talk about Drake's new album. Oh, <laughs> we're talking about new music. I wanted Dude. to avoid this because I didn't listen to it fully yet. So. Okay. So I heard I one song. Okay, I haven't heard it, but now because uh, I was text earlier today. Yeah. Drake's uh, new album. Drake's new album. Called, and I have to listen to it. It's called Honestly Nevermind. That's the name of the album. Yeah, well, I was honestly hoping I never had to hear it. <laughs> but now I have no choice. Wait, 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 wait. Now, before you start di diving into your review, for those that don't know, everybody knows Drake is a popular pop artist. He's a rapper. The album he released, based on early reviews, is that it's not a typical rap album. Correct. It is a house music kind of afro beats oh, oh, kind of oh. album hold on frankie I'm a, I'm a, don't, don't say it so wait don't say it <laughs> frankie i'm gonna swing it to you frankie loves house music oh my god you have no idea he loves afro beats <laughs> yo so when i heard that this was drake's new album the first person that i thought of don't, immediately don't say was it. like don't say it's oh me. man DJ Fire is about to go nuts. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and I, and, you know, and I was avoiding it. I said he's gonna go nuts. But then I find out today. Okay. Thank you, Mimi. That Black Coffee produced a couple of his songs. Ooh. I have no choice but to listen to. Now this you now. gotta listen. It's like really. This is all in Frankie's wheelhouse right now. I mean, like really. Now you have to. The gun is to your head. Yeah. So if, like, <laughs> if, you, if you know house music and you listen to Afro House, yeah. you know that Black Coffee is like yeah. one, of the, one of the biggest guys. He's from Africa. Mm -hmm. Guy's awesome. The, the way you he, know, I and mean, Drake's gonna get best together. of the best. Like it's Drake. He's a five hundred billion dollar guy. Like, I mean, but really. 
Come on. Now, you put me in this position now. I have to listen to your album. Yeah. Yeah. So now, what did you think? Because I only heard one song. So and I, heard, I have to say. So before you got here, I heard the one song. I don't remember the name of it, but I was listening, and I'm like, "Damn it! I'm gonna have to play this." Yeah. Dude, he did it right. You think so? That one song, uh, he did it right, man. I'm not even gonna lie. So, and I, and I I'm not a fan of Drake's. Really? I, I like some of his songs. I'm yeah. not a fan of his. Yeah. Like, I'm a fan of the Rolling Stones. I love the Rolling yeah. Stones. You know, I. Yeah. I like songs of Drake. Yeah. All right, that's fair. Now so I have I'm like I'm like oh my god I got I got to listen to the whole album. Now. In full transparency, I have every Drake album. I think his best work is Take Care. I don't think he I think he peaked there and I think every album since Take Care has not live up to that album. Views was uh, it was a uh, it was if you're reading this it's too late. Like I have all the albums. Um don't get me wrong, I don't think they're bad albums. They're masterfully produced. They are perfect for mainstream. He makes a hit like one dance hotline bling the guy makes hits like you cannot take that away from drake but when it comes from a complete album that i fully enjoy from front to back it was take care since then i pick a few songs here and there i still buy all his albums i actually like when drake raps when he raps i feel like the kid is a wordsmith See, I, no I enjoy but it. no and i get it but it's a <laughs> He's, he's good. I, I look at him and I think of Degrassi when he was in a wheelchair. True. I'm like, I'm but sorry. It, and just, that's another thing. Like, it's just like... I, 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 well, he's I, not like a gangster rapper. No, he's not. Yeah. It's like Will Smith trying to be a gangster rapper. Yeah, like, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, Come yeah. on, cut it out. Yeah. No, like... Yeah, I, I hear you. But like, I like uh, I like some No New Friends. Like, he has a hit. He keeps a hit. But... And I like all most of his albums. But his last great album to me was Take Care. Um, I felt like that was the full culmination of his style. Of like, his singing, his rapping. I felt like that was a solid album. Every album after that I was just like, it was okay. Um, yeah. And this new album, I don't know how I'm gonna go to it, but I heard that one track and I was like, it's not better than Passion Fruit. And if you heard Passion Fruit, if you go back and listen to that song, no, it's not. That's a great song. That song is great, Passion Fruit. But I'm I'm not gonna lie, and I think Gordo is the other uh, the other co-producer. Yeah. I think it's, I think that's the other one. And dude. Those guys put... They, All right, you go listen it to it first and then you get back to me. Well, I'm going to have to get back to you on this one during the week because... Uh, Let me know how, we, how you feel. Yeah. I'm probably going to download just to hear it because, you know, music sounds always better in the car. Oh, yeah. It always sounds better in the car. You you listen because, like, you hear that in your headphones and it's like, eh. But you hear it in the car and you, you get to hear all the, the treble and all the bass. You're kind of like, all right, I can rock to this. Nah, but we'll see. Dude, so uh, not last week, the week before I went to a barbecue. Yeah. Right? So my, my friend, he goes, hey, Frank, why don't you come over and, you know, to my barbecue? Yeah, okay. Uh, like five minutes away from here. So I'm like, all right. So I go, cool. Dude, people were dancing. They were jumping. They were. All right. Word. Great, great barbecue. I'm not even going to lie. I had awesome. a great old time. His entire barbecue were all my remixes that I have on Mixcloud. Shut up. Really? Everybody's, Yo, this is great. Where you get that? Ask him. <laughs> oh wow that's Dude, i was like damn i said you played all of them he goes yeah i got them all wow that was the entire barbecue it was just just my mixes that's crazy that, that, that's that, that feels crazy. nice yeah, yeah that feels nice so that's the first one so i gotta tell you what happened to me at the apple store yeah so i went to the apple store and i, I saw a guy there yeah i went to take my macbook not that i have an iphone because i'm not on an iphone i was gonna guy. say what is frankie doing in the apple store so <laughs> I, I go over there and you know the guy's like yeah, he's helping me out, and then I noticed that he listens to the show. I go, you like the show? He goes, yeah. Wait, the guy at the Apple Store yeah. listens to our show. So a lot of people listen to our show. Seriously, it's getting around. But the guy at the Apple Store is list, listens to like, our show. Like he knows he life. Been, like, he knows the idiots. Like he's showing like his podcast. Like yeah. So I'm and like, we're in there. So I'm like, do you listen to podcasts? I'm, I'm always surprised when guy. somebody listens to us. <laughs> so I'm talking to the guy. I'm like, like, oh, do you listen to podcasts? Because I wanted to promote it. Yeah. 
So he goes like, oh, yeah. I go, what do you listen to? He's going through and I see. Yeah. Life lessons with idiots. Say, oh, you, you see us. He goes, yeah. I go, what do you think? He goes, those guys are great, blah, blah, blah. He's telling me his old. <laughs> I feel like sometimes. Yo, shout out to the to Apple the, store. He's like, I feel, sometimes I feel like I want to speak to the to the speaker. But, that is you know, hilarious. So I'm like, oh, great. I go, do you like the guys? He goes, yeah. I go, I'm one of them. Oh, <laughs> so I ended up taking a picture with the guy. No way. Yeah, he's like, yeah, that's my boy. Right wow, that's awesome. So, no, we, we need that picture. Oh, he, you don't have it. He has he it. He has it. Oh, man. I wasn't going to take over my phone. Oh, look at this idiot. <laughs> We can't even no, promote so, him. No, so then, I, so then I went back, and he's like, "Yo, this is the guy." He's oh, like, that's I took awesome! I took a handful of pictures with. I thought that was hysterical. I don't Look think. You, I know, Frankie. Did you call security? I had security was tight. <laughs> <I ain't gonna laughs> How did this guy get through? But it was it was pretty cool. He was like, no, "That's no, pretty I love awesome." The show. And, and that was, um, you know, shout out to that guy to work at the Apple Store because Frankie yeah. does not remember your name, and oh, he I did don't. not get a picture. He's no. just. We're we're new with this. <laughs> we're not we're not used to people paying us any mind. <laughs> yeah, we used to people going, yeah, really, guys. <laughs> uh, show, that's cute. So let me ask you something, Frankie. Go ahead. I saw something, and I want to ask you your thoughts on it. Do you blame your parents for you not being born into wealth? The hell kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Do I blame my parents for you not being born into wealth? So the guy put this up. He says, if you blame your parents for not being born wrong. into wealth. Now it's your turn. The world is watching. You're wrong. You can't blame them. Exactly. But now it's your turn. So me and you were talking about, it's so funny how this all ties together. Because we were talking earlier about being a provider. Mm-hmm. We were talking about earlier about being a father. And because we are striving to do something greater for our children, um, do you feel that because there's some people who bl- they blame their circumstances or their current circumstances that they in because their parents didn't put them in the best of situations and they weren't able to overcome the situations that they came into. And me and you have talked on this podcast before about people who aren't financially ready to have a child, but they still have one. Mm-hmm. And we talked about, um, you know, people who, uh, you know, just came from tougher times, humble beginnings, but they made something out of nothing. But there are those who still blame their parents for their misfortune. So they're expecting to fail. Yeah. Well. No. Okay. No, 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 go no, ahead, no, no, Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Break I'm it down, tell Frankie. Story. Go ahead. Break it down, Frankie. So. What up, Glenn? Glenn. Oh, that was the barbecue I went to. Oh, that was it? That oh, was Glenn Bronner, what up? <laughs> he played all my music. I loved it. <laughs> um, Damn, that was good timing. Yeah. Um, years ago when I was working, I think I think, I don't know if I mentioned this in one of the shows, but yeah. I was working uh, in the city and I get in the subway and this lady looks at me and yeah. she's staring at me. And I, it's an awkward thing. To she, and then she came up to me. She goes to me, yo, I don't know you from anybody else. Oh, I remember you telling us this story. Yeah. yeah. Um, until you start taking responsibility for what's going on today, you're never going to get past it. You need to move forward. You can't yeah. blame in your past for your future. Mm hmm. Dude, changed everything for me. Yeah. So you can't blame anybody. It's it's what you put into it. There are people out there that um, are TikTokers right now. Yeah. They were poor. Yeah. There's that one kid that the, all he does is go like this, hmm? that, that silly face. Yeah, 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 yeah. They fired him from a job. Yeah. And on TikTok started that, became a millionaire. He came, he was poor. Yeah. So you need to put it out there. You need to put yourself out there. You need to... You need to change history. Absolutely, you need to break the if, cycle. If you don't, if you don't change history, don't blame mm-hmm. your what happened behind you mm-hmm. for what's going forward. You can't. 
Because if you do, you're giving yourself excuses. You're you're, you're doing the I'm trying now. It's never just do. Yeah. I love it. No, no, you hit. I'm in total agreement. I do think that. I think when you come into this world, your parents only really have an obligation to pro- to provide you with the basic of necessities. They, if they do that, they've done their job. If they've done more than that, like if they instilled in you different principles, if they gave you knowledge, if they gave you wisdom, if they gave you additional things, then you got gravy on top of that, <laughs> the, 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 the necessities. Everybody's responsible for their own life and every, everybody's responsible for the choices that they make in their life. So I think that... As a, as a parent, mm-hmm. as a parent, I am responsible 100% for the first 20 years mm-hmm. of my child's life. Yeah. I am responsible. That's what I'm responsible for. Yeah. Once you get to that, you become an adult and you've been into for two years. Yep. You need to learn how to take responsibility for what you're going to be doing for your future and for your family. Yep. At that point, yeah, I'm still your parent. I'm going to help you, but you need to learn from that point because like we've mentioned before, Today you're 20, tomorrow you're 45, and you and if you're still doing the same stuff, you're the one that lost out. Exactly. My That's wife it. just put in there, you get what you work for, not what you wish for. Preach. Amen. Um, but yeah, like you gotta put in the work. You gotta put in the work for the things that you want in life. Is that nothing falls from the sky? You know, they always say that luck is nothing more than time and preparation. I mean, preparation meets opportunity. So if you want great luck in your life, you have to be prepared for when those opportunities come around come around because they do. And uh, you can't blame it on your mother. You can't blame it on your siblings. You can't blame it on anybody. You just got to rise to that occasion and, and deliver. So I have a question for our listeners. So, okay. They're not going to answer back. No, they're not going to answer back. <laughs> but but, but they, can, they can send us an email. Okay. At lifelessonswithidiots at gmail.com. Cool beans. Would you guys be interested in seeing how we set up and prep for our show on show day? Yeah, we're gonna. Would you guys be interested and in basically seeing how everything gets set up? Are are you guys interested in actually seeing the like a live feed? Like you know, usually we start the show, and then you know, with the yeah our our logo up, and then we go into our show and our banter and all that. And then we start the show, and then we go live. Yeah, for those that don't know, I get here like a half hour before the show actually starts, <laughs> and then Frankie's moving around, and then throughout that whole time, me and him are basically talking, and then as we're talking, we're like. Dad, we should have saved this for the show. So we started thinking to ourselves, should we record as we're getting set up? And then we'll just go right into the show so you guys can see it from soup to nuts. Sort of like how when you go to see a Broadway show and you see the people moving on stage, but the show didn't start yet. And then when the show starts, boom, we're all in there together. And that way, everybody's here. You guys can see what happens, what we're talking about, um, how we're pre-gaming. And, uh, you know, give you guys a little peek into it. If you're interested in that, let us know. Send us an email. Fill up the chat. Let us know your thoughts on the idea. We thought it would be cool, pretty cool uh, and set up a camera in here so you guys can see what goes on. So that's one of the things. The other thing I want to do is um, so we have to figure out when we're going to end the season. Okay, so we've, we've been going we on this season it. for a long time. Yeah, we have. I figure we, we do it. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we could talk. We could try to figure that out. So um, obviously with the summer, we're going to be going. Our show is going to be basically uh, we're going to try to just do them on Wednesday nights until the summer's over. And then we'll go back to Sundays. Hopefully that'll, that'll work out for us. I mean, we are going to be taking some time off. Um, like we have, um, I have vacation time, so I'm going to be spending some time with the family. Uh, so, but we're going to get back to that. 
so one of the things is that because of licensing, there's music that we can't play. So what I want to do in one of our shows is after the show is over, if people are interested in it, on Mixcloud, because on Mixcloud I'm covered for licensing, mm-hmm. I can actually do a live mix set, live set for everybody. We can actually have a couple of people here and hang out, and we can I can I can DJ here and maybe maybe, maybe play that Drake album. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I'll be sitting in the in the chat that day. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I'm, I'm right. th- thinking about doing something like that. You know, no, I like it. I like it. Like a little party, little thing. Little, little party. Maybe we could do that for the last episode that we do this for this season. Yeah, we'll yeah. wrap this one up and then uh, kickstart a new season. Yeah. Yeah, so, man. Um, All right, so that was a little peek that we uh, let you guys in on. Let us know your thoughts. Like Frankie said, send us an email to life lessons with e- with idiots at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, we're gonna bring this pretty much this show to a close. I think we covered a lot of great topics, some great questions once again. So shout out to your friend once again who gave us those questions. Him and his uh, lovely wife or a girlfriend or a significant other. Uh, thank you for sharing those questions with us, and we hope we delivered on those questions. And um, you guys pretty much know how to reach us. Thank you again for all of you guys who are participating and listening to our show. You guys know how to reach us. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Be sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Cast, Amazon, Alexa, whatever it is that you prefer to stream your musical audio adventures. Uh, please feel free to follow us on there. We're pretty much located everywhere. Our our feed is everywhere. And uh, we appreciate you guys rocking with us. And um, we're going to wrap things up. And uh, I'm going to just end it with, uh, you know, me and Frankie here. We're here to share our lessons to help you achieve all your blessings peace love and a bottle of hair grease frankie any last words <laughs> no, i want to give a shout out to the people in the room oh I'm still setting up here all right frankie wants to give a shout out to everybody in the room so once again everybody who's in the chizat uh shout out to glenn brana shout out to my wife shout out to maria shout out to my guy that's my guy nick what up relentless uh djes who was in here alex we see you mimi we always appreciate you thanks for rocking with us btf phoenix you know how we feel girl thank you for stepping in here and um yeah we appreciate you guys. You guys know what it is. Uh, thank you for all of our day one listeners. If this is your first time listening to us, please go back and go through the archives and enjoy some of our prior episodes. And uh, again, thank you for taking time to listen to us. So, Frankie, with that being said, can we get the fire started? Thank you all. Life, 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 life lessons. With, 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 idiots. So listen up. Life Life lessons with idiots. Till next time. Peace. Peace. Shabba. (laughs) What do you think of the questions? No, the questions were great. I love the questions. I thought <laughs> some of those questions would oh, some of those questions would have probably taken us take take up more of the show. Uh, we could probably table those and um, add them into the next show. But that was that was great. Yeah. The least favorite part about Ben. <laughs> I was kind of stumped. I didn't see. I didn't know where to go with that. There's so many ways I could have gone with that, but I was like, ah, my daughter's listening. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that's dark. My mother-in-law is listening. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. We still gotta keep it PG. Oh, oh man. man. That was good. Uh...
Good times. Now, man, we're going to turn it up, man. We're going to listen to some Drake. Some Drizzy. Oh, yeah, okay. Started from the bottom, never here. Oh, my God. I got to go pick up my kids soon. They're, oh, yeah. Yeah, they're in, um... That a Drake concert? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I, I can't believe I'm actually have to buy Yo, this you, whole album. You're going to jam, too. You're going to be in here in, in some loafers. And you're <laughs> going to be loafers. wearing, like, a, a button-up with your chest out. And you have a gold chain on. And you're going to be in here listening Dude. to Afro beats. <laughs> First of all, go chain that's a you're no. Gonna, yo, you're gonna be losing your mind in here. <laughs> on. Oh yeah, oh that's the black coffee one. Oh dude, he's <laughs> awesome. If you ever get to listen to like all his music, like some of his music, he's just he's insane. I can't. Alright, man, let me get out of here. Yep. Here.